Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. I'm Isla Garcia, Master's Degree of Nutrition Science and Registered Dietitian, and I'm going to make weight loss realistic, sustainable, and uncomplicated for your busy lifestyle. On this podcast, me and my team of registered dietitians will decipher the latest nutrition research, dissect fad diets, and discuss social media trends for you so you can feel confident knowing what to eat to achieve your health goals. Research suggests that most weight loss programs aren't successful, but my experience has taught me that this is not because the participants aren't committed. It's because those diets are designed by non-nutrition professionals and center around severe restrictions. We are here to provide the facts about the science of weight loss so you can have the success you want and continue living your best life. I don't know about you, but when I was in college, I thought that I was going to have so much more time when I was working, right? Because in college, I was I was working, had a job, I was in a lot of extracurricular stuff, I had a lot of social events, and I was like, dang, it must be the life whenever you're working and you just get off at five and you don't have to do any homework or study or anything like that. But I feel like I was so wrong. My friends and I used to talk about it all the time, how we would I'll be so excited for working, but I feel like now I have way less time than I used to, or I just think about things that I need to do that are actually grown-up things that take up so much time. Um, and I see this in clients a lot. No matter what your profession is, I see this in all sorts of types of people that aren't able to really think about where their pockets of time are that they can use to be able to be healthy. And a lot of clients when I tell them, okay, we need to be focusing on getting in more produce, we need to be focusing on getting in more exercise, it can seem so daunting because they are adding so much more time with these habits to their day that already doesn't seem like there's enough time for. But there are a lot of little tricks you can do to really set yourself up to maximize on the time that you do have to be able to implement some of these healthy strategies. So a lot of the struggles that I see that my clients face are they struggle with time to go to the grocery store, they struggle exercising enough, they struggle to be able even to prepare enough meals or produce to keep themselves healthy, they skip even a lunch break, which just causes you to crave more foods later on in the day, and then they don't even think about what they're eating. And this is one of the biggest problems that I see with clients before working with me is they because they're not really thinking about what they're eating before they eat it, they just never really know what they're eating. And then they have no idea if they're eating enough produce. They have no idea if they're eating enough protein and then end up just eating so much more. In order to lose weight, you don't have to have so much time committed to cooking everything from scratch and meal prepping everything. But you do need to devote some time to at least having your house stocked up with foods to being able to exercise, get those steps in. But there are a lot of tricks that you can do to kind of double up on your time. Let me take you through an example client's day of somebody that I actually worked with and how we kind of improved on her time management for her to be able to lose weight. So this was a sample client who worked in sales. So she did work out and about and she always felt like she was so pressed for time. She would wake up about 30 minutes before it was time to start work. She would rush to get ready and skip breakfast at home and grab just a latte at Starbucks on the way. She would get into the office and eat the donuts that were sitting out that another coworker brought because she skipped on her breakfast and that this is what just looked so good for her at the time. 
She would drive around to do her sales job during the day in her area. And because she did not devote any time in the morning to planning or packing a lunch, she would stop at McDonald's and get a burger and fries. And then because she wasn't able to set boundaries with her work or prioritize herself to ending early, she would end around 6. And so this would give her about a, 10, a 9 to 10 hour workday. But then she would make sure she would go to dinner with her girlfriends. And let's say on this night they went to go get Indian food. She wouldn't really think about anything before she went. She would just go and eat whatever looked good for her or whatever her friends were eating. And in this case, it was butter chicken with white rice and then some garlic naan, so super high calorie and not a lot of produce there. Then she would get home and kind of feel so low energy because she didn't eat very well all day and get on TikTok for the next about hour and a half and then go to sleep at about 11.30 or 12. And then the next day, again, wake up about 6.30 and start that whole that whole cycle over again so that she would just keep waking up super tired no preparation really in place for any food or anything like that, and then just be stuck on that hamster wheel over and over again. Does this sound like you or do parts of it sound like you? Let me give you my five top tips for a client like this and what you can do to be able to maximize on your time for implementing healthier habits. Okay, so first and foremost, devote a little bit of time to making a loose plan either on the weekends, the day before, or the morning of your day. I want you to make a plan for yourself on the weekend for what you're going to be eating for that week. And it doesn't have to be anything extreme. It can even be like you, if you know you're going out to eat with friends, put that on there. But think about at each of these meals, what are you going to eat for your produce and your protein and make a grocery list and execute on that grocery list. Whether it's you do Instacart, which can save a lot of time, or it's you go to the grocery store and make sure to pick out these items. What this does is it helps you to be able to set yourself up for success because you are knowing that you're already going to consume a low calorie amount with each of these meals. Instead of you at the last minute just going to eat out at Starbucks, McDonald's, and out to eat for all three meals. This is going to save you time because instead of thinking at the last minute every day, oh, I'm going to need to go to the grocery store or let me like scramble around and see what I have to eat, this is going to save you time if you do it in the forefront and have everything laid out for yourself. An additional hack that you could also do is just come up with a routine for yourself for eating. This may not be as fun, but it can really help if you are so busy and you do not want to think about what you're eating at all. One of my clients recently implemented this and it worked really, really well for her when we started working on eating more produce. She just found five different produces that she could work in every day and then just repeated that every day until she got sick of one of them and then she would just switch something else out. So it doesn't have to be anything super time consuming like you finding all of these recipes that you need to make from scratch. It's really just about setting some time on the weekend to thinking about what you're eating in that week and then going to the grocery store to get those items instead of thinking about these elaborate meals you need to make every week. Another thing that can really help you along these lines are thinking about some meals that you might be able to make for leftovers. So thinking about uh, like a chili, for example, a lot of my clients end up loving chili because they can work in a lot of protein and produce, especially in these colder months. And so making something like a chili can be helpful if you plan it on the weekend, because that way you'll have a lot of leftovers for that week. 
Believe it or not, cooking tends to save more time if you have leftovers compared to going out and eating because you aren't having to drive, you aren't having to wait for your food. And then if you have the leftovers, you can really heat it up within like five minutes and just eat it quickly as opposed to like repeating going in out and getting your food each time. So that can really save you time. But planning ahead of time, again, just really helps you to be concise with your choices during the week so you don't have to think about it anymore. Another way of planning that I would recommend is planning either at night or in the morning of the actual meals you're going to eat just to touch base again. A lot of my clients are a lot more successful with eating out when they plan for it or they think about what they're going to eat. So for this client, it would have been better for her in the morning to say, okay, I'm going out for Indian tonight. I know there might only be like one produce option, like maybe a side salad. So I know earlier in the day, I need to get a little bit more produce in at breakfast and at lunch. And that would be a very simple, not super time consuming way to just make sure she is getting enough produce throughout the day. Instead of feeling like she needs to have all these like elaborate meals or cooking a bunch from scratch, she would just say, okay, hey, I know that I need to pack like an extra produce with my lunch today to really maximize on everything. So Planning can really help you in a super short time intensive way to be able to help you to make healthier choices throughout your whole day. Do you feel like you're tired of trying every new diet out there whenever you're ready to lose weight, but you never really find long-term success because it's either too restrictive or just not conducive to your lifestyle? Well, then let me tell you about our three-month lifestyle reset program. This is an individualized weight loss approach where you'll be going through our proven six-step method and you'll be led by a registered dietitian. By becoming a client of the program, you'll be able to learn how to control your weight, increase your energy and confidence, and also improve your overall well-being. Not to be dramatic, but a lot of clients tell us that they actually change their lives by going through the program and finally find a sustainable weight loss solution when they actually haven't found that with any other program. If you are interested in becoming a client, sign up for a discovery call on our website, themillennialnutritionist.com with me, Isla Garcia, and I'll help match you with one of our registered dietitian coaches based off of your challenges and their nutrition expertise. If you're ready to find a sustainable weight loss solution in a non-judgmental and encouraging environment, I hope you'll connect with us soon. The second tip I would have for you is to combine exercise with your workday. So there was this huge shift when everybody had to work from COVID, right? Um, And there's probably another one now that a lot of people are being sent home with this new variant. And there have been a lot of clients that I've worked with that have found it difficult to be able to exercise like they used to, or even just people like right now in the winter who are not able to exercise as much as they were because they're not walking around as much. Try really hard not to let that be an excuse and get a little creative with how you're getting in your day-to-day activity. Some of my clients are finding ways to get more active by combining like a standing desk with either an elliptical or a treadmill underneath that they have in their closet or one of my clients even got a like a desk attachment for her peloton and it works for a couple of hours while she spins now the general recommendation for exercise um, for weight loss for clients in my program is to either achieve about 10,000 steps a day or you can thinking about that equating to maybe about like 600 calories burned on your watch 
that can really just help you to be able to eat more throughout the day and not have to be so strict. But that can be really hard to achieve if you are really sedentary throughout your whole day. And believe me, I know because I am super sedentary right now as well. So we want to think about some ways to add in more activity and what that equates to for the 650 calories burned or the 10,000 steps is about an hour and 20 minutes of activity per day, which sounds like so much. When I tell clients that their eyes go like wide open, there's like, there's no way I'm going to be able to fit that all in. But like I said, try to combine it with your workday. If you're working from home, this allows you to be able to get one of those machines. It can be pretty inexpensive and combine it with while you're working. And then that way, when you're done for the day, you can just relax and you don't have to worry about it anymore. I do not have one of those machines. So what I have to do is I have to do a 30 minute walk in the morning and then I do a 30 minute exercise and then another 30 minute walk later in the day. And I just end up spending so much time to get in all the activity. I really wish I was like my clients that had all of the fancy like um, fold out treadmills for the closet and stuff like that. Maybe one day. But a way that you could maximize, especially if you're a parent that has to, when you get off work, you have to continue to kind of work for your kids after, I would really recommend, like I said, doubling up when you can. The third tip is a bunch of food shortcuts. So when a lot of people think about weight loss and what they need to be eating for food, they think about making a bunch of meals from scratch, right? Like doing a bunch of meal prep. A lot of clients, their minds always goes to the container method, I think from like beach potty or something like that. And you don't have to do this because the problem is when you do this and you're trying to stock up on all of your meals, if you get burnt out and you don't do that anymore, then you, what are you going to resort to? Probably like my client and go to McDonald's when you could have found an easier way to work a quick item in. So what this can mean is stock up on frozen and canned foods for when you run out of food or those times where you really have no time or an emergency even comes up. The guideline for what you should be eating most of the time is to be having a protein and a produce at every meal. And this can be easier than you think if you're not home cooking every meal. So like don't put that pressure on yourself. Our client could have implemented this during breakfast or lunchtime, like having a frozen or a canned meal is totally fine for her. So like at breakfast time, what she could have done instead is had like a frozen burrito while she got ready or even on the way to work or even like a smoothie. A lot of my clients like doing like a whole bag of um, like frozen stuff for a smoothie. And then at lunchtime, doing something like a frozen chicken patty on a bun and even some a soup on the side or frozen vegetables. And that gets the job done. You can do a whole day of frozen and that's totally fine. A lot of people think that frozen and canned foods are taboo or they're unhealthy, and they're really not bad. You can be concerned about the sodium if you have a sodium intolerance or you have a disease. I would think a lot of the people that are our age wouldn't have diseases that need to worry about this yet, like cirrhosis or hypertension. But if you do, you definitely need to worry about sodium, but most of the time you don't have to worry about it, especially if you get a healthier item. Like a lot of the Lean Cuisines, they're pretty good with a low sodium amount. So just look for something that has about 700 milligrams or less for the total. But some example of some frozen foods that you can look out for and stock up in your freezer for when times are tough are frozen chicken patties are great. Tyson has a lot of these. Lean Cuisines, some of my clients that like to cook different foods for their kids do a Lean Cuisine for dinner. Frozen breakfast burritos are great for a quick something at breakfast time while you get ready. One of my clients even would work out in the morning. She would 
put a frozen burrito in the oven to cook and then she would work out and then by the time she was done she would eat her breakfast. So that was a really great way to tackle two activities at once. Frozen produce, so something like frozen green beans or frozen mixed vegetables are great. I would really recommend you just kind of like go down the frozen vegetable aisle because there are so many good ones that you can add to a stir fry or you can add in a soup to get it done or even like the old school like frozen broccoli and cheese are really great if you don't have any other produce in your house. And lots of my clients love frozen fruit as dessert like berries and mangoes. They can be really tasty either in a smoothie or just on their own as a snack as well, especially in the summertime. When we think about canned foods, canned foods are also really great. And don't don't forget about canned green beans. One of the clients that I helped recently, she loved her canned green beans and she ate them every day when she got home from work as a really easy way to eat something. She was single. And so this was an easy way for her to get in some produce. And so canned green beans, Plain canned beans like chickpeas are a really great canned protein and vegetable item. That's a little two-for-one that you can add onto a salad. Canned fruit, so pears and peaches, can be really helpful as well in a time crunch. And so I would really recommend for you to stock up on these frozen foods and canned foods so that when things are hard and you don't have a lot of time to cook, then you can go ahead and pull out one of these meals and eat that instead of going and resorting to something like McDonald's. Even stocking up at your workplace can be really helpful as well, which is something that my client here could have done. And the last little food hack is don't forget about meal delivery kits and just plain old local meal delivery. These can really be helpful so that you don't plan as much and you don't have to think about like, what are every produce that I want to eat? What's all the protein that I want to eat this week? A lot of my clients really, really love using stuff like HelloFresh and Blue Apron. I personally really like Marley Spoon right now because it frees up a lot of time on the weekends from them having to plan all of their meals out. And especially if you're by yourself, a lot of my single clients like using HelloFresh or, you know, any of those meals like that because they can eat one at dinner and then the next at lunch. And so it just ensures that they have a pretty well-rounded meal for every meal and then they're just on their own for dinner. So if that is something that works within like your budget and it sounds good for you and your family, I would really highly recommend you do that if you struggle with the meal planning part. And then local meal delivery. Don't forget about that either. A lot of times in your local areas, there will be like a chef or like a home chef service that will bring meals to your house that you just can heat up in the microwave and there's no assembly required. You know, with the HelloFresh kits, you're still going to have to assemble them. But with just a meal that somebody brings to your house that you can just heat it in the microwave that can be really great for you to use on a stressful week or on a week where you um, need some lunches or where you're by yourself or you just want to kind of switch it up. I even used a local meal delivery kit when I was first starting this business because I was really wanting to make sure that I got all my produce and protein in, but I really had zero time to cook at all. And so this helps save so much more time even compared to eating out all the time. The fourth tip for saving time or trying to lose weight when you don't have a lot of time is go to bed earlier. Now, we know that we need sleep for overall health, right? You want to be aiming for about seven to eight hours per sleep per night because it helps you, first of all, decrease your cortisol response, which just helps you to break down fat so much faster and easier and also just allows you to have so much more energy during the day. And this is going to help you have more time 
because you just get stuck in that negative cycle like our client did if you're just too tired to ever get anything done in the day. But if you have more energy, you know, you'll be able to work out more. You'll be able to cook for yourself. You'll be able to make a plan instead of feeling like you have no energy at the end of the day and all you want to do is lay around and watch TV or say on TikTok or something like that. You'll be more motivated to get a lot of things done. But this starts the night before. So whenever I have clients that I'm trying to ask them, okay, like how are we going to, you know, start waking up early for exercise? We always have to think, okay, what does the night before look like? So what this means for you is maybe setting the alarm on your phone or the iPhone has that really great, I mean, Android might have it too, the really great health feature where you can set like a bedtime alarm that says, okay, it's time to get ready for bed now. And then it actually like has a black screen where you have to like do this special thing to unlock it once you set a time where you should be asleep. And that can be really, really helpful. Other clients have said, you know, making sure they're not on their phone an hour before they go to bed really helps. And instead just, you know, switching over to a book, making a time where you don't go on TikTok anymore, um, like our client did, can be helpful as well. And what this is going to do is in the morning, you can spend a little bit of extra time either planning for your day, you know, asking yourself what you're going to eat for all of your meals, or it can also help you to create a little bit more time with exercise. I actually don't have a lot of exercise morning clients, but the one that I do have that has done very, very well with waking up to go to Orange Theory for exercise has lost like over 10 pounds with me. And she said what's helped her the most is just doing it repeatedly, like setting out her clothes the night before knowing she has to get up and only giving herself one day off has really, really been helpful. But I've had another client who she finds it more helpful to wake up earlier to get her work done because she's a little bit more flexible being able to work from home. So she starts work at like six, does a couple of hours at work, and then takes a break, exercises, and then works a couple more hours and is done for the day. That way she doesn't have any excuses as to why she doesn't want to work out at the end of the day and she also is not super excited to get up early to work out. I'm kind of the same way but I like to get all my work done and then work out around three o'clock and then have the rest of the day to myself and it feels like a nice little half day every single day. But all that to say waking up early can help you to have a little bit more time in your day and have a little bit more um, fine pockets of time in the morning to get things done before all the excuses pile up. Because a lot of times why I hear clients can't exercise is because work has caused them to work out later or something came up or they weren't able to work out because, you know, like an emergency happened or something like that. But in the morning, there's really not a lot of thing, anything going on. So if you capitalize on that early morning time, that's really going to be helpful to make sure you're executing on your exercise goals. So the fifth step that I want you to implement to be able to capitalize on your time or when you don't have time for weight loss, what I want you to do is set boundaries with others. This can help you to create more time with just limiting who you spend time with for others. And again, we don't want to be thinking about having to spend a ton of ton of time um, doing this because it can get a little bit obsessive if you're saying, okay, I'm not going to spend any time with any friends ever. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I want you to think about are all the things you're doing necessary. So sometimes I hear clients say that their work demands a lot of their time and they have to really think about are there ways they can put some boundaries into place? Like especially if you work for yourself or especially if you have a more flexible job or you just have a job that has a lot of unnecessary meetings or meetings that you can step out of and say or even step up and talk to a manager and say, hey, I need to be able to leave at this time or this is the time I'm going to be done today, then, you know, that's what you need to do to be able to get your exercise or your cooking done before the end of the day. 
So what this can kind of look like for you is maybe blocking off your calendar. Some of my clients like to block off a time during lunch or in the afternoon to work out at home. And this can be helpful to just make sure you have that pocket of time to exercise. It can also be helpful to give like a hard stop for your work day. So knowing, okay, you like telling your team, I've got to get done by six o'clock today. Like we've got to prioritize on our work that we have to do so that I can get off today and, you know, either start cooking or exercising. You don't have to tell them that. But a lot of clients um, it's say like, this is my hard stop for today. And then that's it. And then they're really able to go ahead and exercise even when they used to tell me that they didn't have the time to do that. Also standing up for yourself at work and not taking on so much or telling your manager or your team that you need help with these things so that you can be able to have a good work-life balance to get your exercise and your nutrition in place. And then when it comes to friendships, like standing up for yourself with your friends and telling them that you need to order a vegetable side item for sharing or that you want to go to a little bit of a healthier place, like instead of getting pizza at the last minute, like maybe you can go to Chipotle or maybe you can go to some place where there's a vegetable option like a Mediterranean restaurant. Something like that can be a good way to step up for yourself instead of having to create extra time, just like using the time you have and making those better choices. Or even when it comes to your family, setting a boundary with your partner and telling them whether they distract you during the day when you work at home and that causes you to end up working later. Telling them, hey, I need to make sure I get to the gym by five o'clock. And so I've got to really focus on my work today. You know, I love you, but we cannot be dilly-dallying all day long is what one client told me she did to like set a hard boundary with her husband. Or telling them that you need some help with some childcare while you go work out. I've had other stay-at-home moms tell me that that's what the boundary that they set with their partner is saying, hey, can you please watch them while I work out like upstairs for a little bit just so I can get this done. And I haven't found that my clients' partners have given them much pushback, but that's, again, another way that you can really maximize on the time that you have instead of telling yourself you need to wake up earlier or you need to stay up later to work out. Just asking for a little bit of help during that time with your kids. Or even talking to your partner about adding in some produce to the weekly rotation. Sitting down and saying, hey, in order for me to lose weight, I'm going to have to eat more fruits and vegetables because that's what Isla, the millennial nutritionist, said. So can we either budget in adding more fruits and vegetables or can you tell me some fruits and vegetables that you like so that we can start to work them in together? And that is another really great way to, again, maximize on the time where you're not having to make two separate meals but work more fruits and vegetables in. So with our five tips, how are we going to correct the day for our client without making her stay up really late to get all these things done. So right from the get-go, she's going to wake up earlier at 6 and complete a 30-minute strength workout at home. After this, she is able to heat up a quick frozen burrito and a protein shake while she gets ready for work instead of skipping breakfast and getting a latte on the way. She takes her pre-packed lunch that she made the night before of a turkey and cheese wrap with a bag salad. So that means when she gets to work, she doesn't really deviate from this plan that she's made from her for herself. She doesn't eat the 10 a.m. donuts. She eats her normal lunch, which all keeps her within a calorie deficit. And then she ends work at 5 p.m. because she set boundaries and she's also prioritized herself during the day. And then this means that she gets to have a one-hour walk in between her work ending and going out to eat with her friends. So then she's still going out to eat with her friends. We definitely don't want to skip on that. But because she has created a little bit more time for herself during her walk, she looked at the menu and thought about what she was going to eat. So instead, she picked chicken tandoori and a side salad, which is a great option at an Indian restaurant. And then she gets home. She eats an apple because she knows she needs to eat two servings of produce with dinner. And then she gets home 
and packs her lunch for the next day, another wrap. She gets in bed an hour early and she reads a book instead of going on TikTok and she gets to bed an hour and a half early and that allows her to wake up on that good cycle again and exercise and and think about things so that she's in a much better headspace than she was the day before. This doesn't take up a whole lot of her time. All she's done really is decrease her TikTok time so that she can go to bed earlier, prioritize herself during her workday to be able to leave work a little bit earlier but being still the same amount of productive and then just making better choices when she's eating out. And this didn't really take her a whole lot of extra time. And this is actually what this client looked like. By the end of the program, that's all she did. She really didn't spend a lot of extra time doing anything else. She just had to maximize on the choices when she had them. So what are some actionable steps that you can take for today? I want you to think about some areas that you lack on time management or if there's anything that I'm talking about with feeling like you don't have time to cook or you don't have time to exercise, can you double up on on any of the things that I was talking about? Can you implement some frozen meals? I want you to make a SMART goal. Go back and listen to our episode from last week and make a SMART goal about how you can include this. One example could be this week, I'm going to go to the grocery store and pick out two frozen meals that I can have when I don't have enough time. And then in a week, I want you to sit down and reevaluate, did that really help you or do you need to make another goal? All right, lastly, I just have some announcements that I'm going to start adding on to the end of these podcast episodes. So I hope that you have all checked out Millennial Living. It's our membership platform and we are currently doing a smart goal challenge. So you could take that smart goal that you just made at the end of this episode and put it on our Millennial Living page. You have to update it two times. So you have to report back two times during the month and talk about how you were able to achieve this or if you weren't, how you're going to achieve it. And then you get the chance to win $25 to a location of your choice. Anybody who completes the challenge of doing uploading um, the goal and then uploading, I think I put like two to three times, gets entered to win. And right now there's only one participant. And so um, that one participant is definitely going to win. And so I'd recommend you checking that out. You get two weeks free. So if you time it well, you could go in and do the last two weeks, win it, and then even exit the program. Then lastly, there's going to be a price increase for our one-to-one program coming up after the next person who signs up. We do have two discovery calls this week. I'm not sure if they're going to book. So If you are wanting to get that lower price point before we go up, then I would recommend you go ahead and sign up for a discovery call as well. But that is all for today. I really hope that this episode helps you create some more time in your day to make your life a little bit healthier. Thank you so much for listening to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. For daily weight loss tips and nutrition information, you can find us on Instagram at the.millennial.nutritionist and on TikTok at millennial.nutritionist. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend who needs encouragement on their health journey. See you in the next episode.